Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to a special evening edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, May 24th, 2017. Tonight, I am welcoming back author Selena Haskins. Selena has three best-selling books under her name, A River Moves Forward, Riding the Way, and Just Between Us, Inspiring Stories by Women. Her latest novel, Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago, proves that love has a way of coming from circle. Please welcome my special guest, Miss Selena Haskins. Hi, Selena. Hi, Sammy. How are you? Good. How are you? Welcome back to the show. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you once again for having me. It's good oh. to hear from you. Oh, same here. It's always a pleasure to have you back on the show. <laughs> Oh, yes, we always have a good time. Yes, we do. (laughs) I just want to start (laughs) by saying that, um, you know, once again, again, another page turner, a novel that you just can't put it down. And uh, as I was doing the introduction, you know, again, you proved in the story that love has a way of coming full circle. Um, you know, love does stand the test of time. Uh, it, it just comes full circle. You, you know, you go through the ups and downs, the the, mm-hmm. the the doubts, the lies, the betrayal. But if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And you've proven that in the characters that you portray in this novel, the situation that they were going through, it's just Amazing. Um, I I laughed. (laughs) You're very welcome. I laughed. I cried. I was shocked. Uh, You know, I I felt like I was watching, not only was I reading it, but I could picture it being a TV movie for, like, Lifetime, uh, the We Network. Uh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. This is is one, I I, I mean, I enjoyed the, the other three, but I have to say this was the best. This was definitely oh, thank the best. you, Sammy. <laughs> thank you. I just thank you so going, much. Oh, you're very welcome. I mean, it it just was excellent. It was very easy to read, and I like the style that you did this time. I noticed that with each chapter, uh, each character, you did it in a way where each character would tell their story in first person by, you know, each character had their own uh, way of talking in the first person, but you did it in each chapter, which I enjoy because it, it was something different. What made you decide to write this way this time around? Well, since I didn't do that the first time or the second, well, the second was a little bit of a mix. But I really wanted people to be drawn into these two main characters, and I just felt that the best way would be to tell it in first person so you can hear their thoughts, understand, you know, their own observations and their feelings about things instead of me telling it from a narrator's perspective in third person. I just felt like the readers would have more of a connection in first person. Now, do you find it easier to write it this way in first person than in the third person, or it just it really wasn't any different? 
Oh, it was extremely easy. <laughs> um, it was much easier because in third person, you have to tell everything that's going on from an outside perspective. It's like you're looking inside of a bubble and you have to say what's going on inside that world, you know. But in first person, it's as if you are that individual. You are their feelings, their thoughts, and everything that they view from their perspective. I, I like it. I may, be, I may be writing like this again in the future. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, I know this is your uh, first time dabbling with the romance genre. Uh, what made you decide to go that route? And I also wanted to ask you about, um, I, I heard you in another interview that you did re- recently that you called it a new adult romance. Can you tell the listener what you mean by that? Sure. Well, first I chose this genre because my first editor um she liked the way I would describe certain scenes between couples, uh-huh. and she had asked me if I ever considered it before. And I, I never really gave it much thought, but then I decided to give it a chance. Um, and what new adult romance is, is not young adult, meaning they're not in high school, but they're college age, and they become adults. So that's why they call it new adult. And I just wanted to say that... Um, the two characters, the main characters, uh, Angelo and Jermaine, you know, it 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 kind of takes me back to because you know you you start out that the two people they met each other in college. It takes me back to my college days, you know, being around campus, hurrying and t- uh, hurrying up to class, staying in the dorms. What? You know, and we had talked about this the last time um, we were on the show because um, we had something in common because um, the, your alma mater, I was accepted to that same school as well. <laughs> and oh, I just wow. Wanted, and Dr. I, I, Smith. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I, I wanted to know how much of the character and the surroundings and the, the campus, how much was that, uh, I guess I could say, how much of it was uh, real life, in other words? Well, as far as the campus life goes, I um, I actually had Howard University in mind since the setting is based in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. but I changed the name because I said, just in case I say something in here, I don't want to, you know, anyone from Howard University giving me a call, <laughs> so I better make it. <laughs> I better make this a fictitious name, but those who are from Washington, D.C. and the streets and and stuff like that that I named, they can probably read between the lines of what I was kind of insinuating that it was Howard, although, you know, at some point in the book, Rockford University plays against Howard. So, but um, a lot of the campus life, um, as far as from a social perspective, that is very loosely based on my college experience at Smith. So that's what made it easier to write, too, because it was closer to my real life. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I, the way it, throughout the book, you know, they, the characters, Jermaine and Angelo, the way they met and the situations that they were going through and, at first, at one time, 
he was like the typical Angelo. He was the typical good-looking jock who had all the ladies, who was uh, <laughs> the man on campus, the big man on campus. And then you had Jermaine, who was the very um, – she wasn't shy, but she was, you know, she was, the, I guess you could say she was a smart girl. She she did everything right. She she went to class. She was uh, very uh, driven to do well. She was serious about her, her writing. And it just, it just seems like, you know, you put the characters in a way where we could all relate to these characters. We know an Angelo or we know a Jermaine. And uh, I just find it just so interesting because we know people like this. Uh, we know a Lisa. We know a Marcus. Uh, we, a lot of us have uh, had been raised with our grandparents. So it was very, mm-hmm. very relatable, <laughs> very relatable. Well, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad because I wanted it to be, I didn't want it to be so far reaching that people say this is unbelievable or, you know, what in the world is this? I just wanted readers to have a connection like that. So I appreciate this kind of feedback from you because that lets me know that, you know, I really did my best with that. And I know um, that uh, the characters um, that you have in it, were these uh, people that you knew personally in college or just someone that you came across to and said, hmm, this person looked like an interesting character I could write about? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jermaine and Angelo's relationship is kind of loosely based on a romance that I had when I was in college, except I had to add in a lot of twists and turns again, so I don't get no, you know, private DM messages on social media. Are you talking about me? You know. <laughs> so I put a lot of a lot of twists so that, you know, even though it's loosely based on what happened for real, that no one particular person can say it's actually him. You know what I mean? Yes, um, yes. <laughs> so I had to be very careful with that. And now I want nobody come back and say, oh, you know, I want you need to split some of those proceeds with me, share the profit, you know. <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. And I noticed that you also, um, when it came to the the fraternity and sorority, you also changed the name as well. Even though I, the colors, I knew what the colors meant because I, 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 I try to pledge a sorority too, and I had friends that were in certain sororities, but I, I noticed you had changed the name. And I noticed that you went back uh, to the 90s. You put a lot of uh, references into some of, the, some of the great music that we had in the 90s, all the great R&B artists, uh, which I, you know, I, I enjoyed. And uh, you met, mentioned a reference to Phyllis Hyman, uh, one of her songs, uh, Living All Alone. And I remember that album so well because I had bought that album, played it religiously, uh, because yes. Phyllis Hyman <laughs> was one of my favorite uh, artists at the time. Mine too, mine too. In fact, what I was um, on another show as well, I, I was mentioning, because the question came up about the title of the book, uh-huh. um, yesterday was a long time ago, and I was saying that I originally saw a title of Phyllis Hyman, um, I think it was called Yesterday Was Such a Long Time Ago, or Was Yesterday Such a Long Time Ago, 
something of that sort. And um, the lyrics, when she says, remember when we were young and in love and all those things, I was just like, wow, that's so powerful, you know? Yeah. So um, <laughs> that kind of inspired me a little bit. But the actual story I had, I wrote this story like some years ago. Remember I used to say I had a lot of stories that I hadn't published. This is the last one. Um, I, I think I wrote this even before I was married or had a child. And I just pulled it from the crate and I just revamped it. You know, I just rewrote it and put some twists in there to make it different and then submitted a brand new copyright. Um, <clears throat> but this is the last one from mm-hmm. my storage of stories. Wow. <laughs> so whatever wow. I write next, will be completely from scratch, whatever I write next. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, and tonight I'm welcoming back Miss Selena Haskins. Uh, Selena is a best-selling author. Uh, She currently has three successful books under her name. Tonight we're talking about her latest novel, Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago. And if you are a fan of Selena, you know Selena personally, and you want to congratulate her on her latest novel, please do. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. Press the number one. Uh, I will put you in the host queue, and if you have any questions, um, and if time commits, we will put you live on the air. Again, if you want to speak to Selena, you ask her any questions about the book, or you are a fan of her, you know her work, call in. Again, the call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number one. Getting back to the book, I noticed that um, there was a lot of – at one point, I thought it had there was p- parts of the book where um where I thought that this wasn't going to be a happy ending. I thought without giving too <laughs> much information, I thought it was yeah. not going to be a happy ending because the way it went down uh the situation with uh uh with Angelo's parents. I thought, and you know, he was he 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 got caught up in the situation. Um, you know, he was uh, trying to hold this uh, his persona of being this great uh, football player. He was the the mm-hmm. frat boy. Um, he had some gambling issues, and he was taking steroids. And I'm like, yeah. mm, I don't think this is going to come out well. I thought it was not going to end well, and. Um, the whole idea about he the betrayal, the lies, the cheating. Because here we have two college students who really loved each other, and then a certain thing happened, and one night it just changed everything. And yep. it's it, it's amazing how one little thing, a moment, a moment of pleasure, can turn into a lifetime of betrayal. Um, a lifetime of not forgiving that person, being hurt, holding a grudge, being bitter. But at the same time, it did turn out to be a happy ending. And when the the part about he being killed, I was like, oh, I can't take it. I, at one time, I, I, I had to stop for a moment. I said, I can't read anymore. I can't read anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, I I was so happy that the ending turned out you know, a lot better than what I expected. And for those who, um, I, Selena, I, I want you to let people know, um, wh- when will the book be out? Can they pre-order? Where can they get the book? Sure. You can pre-order now on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And the actual release date is next week. May the 31st. So if you pre-order now, what will happen is it will show up on your device as soon as the release date happens. So you will wake up in the morning, power on your Kindle or your Nook, and it will be right there. Just like that is really easy. I also wanted to mention, too, um, the the different uh, – the the generation between growing up in the 90s, being a young person in the 90s, and then you fast forward today, how, you know, back then they didn't have social media, they didn't have Twitter and Instagram. And I would imagine if if they had social media back then, how the word would have spread so fast about uh, Angelo, uh, Angelo and Jermaine's situation and, Compared to you know today, where everything is on social media, everybody's business is on social media. Um, how important was that to to share in the book about how back then, when a situation had came up, there was no social media. How everything was uh, word of mouth, or somebody would write it in the paper, or compared mm-hmm. to. You know, now everything is on social media, on the blogs. You know, back then it was a little more, I think it would. It, it was a little more easier. You was able to cover up more than compared to social media today. If we had social media back then, and if, you, if the characters had social media, do you think the ending would have been the same or different? Um, good question. Um... I think that the ending probably probably would have been the same. Probably mm-hmm. would have been the same. Um, the reason I say that is because, and again, I'm not trying to give away the story either, but as you know, because certain things happened to Angelo, I think it would have been, you know, even more exploited on social media. Because you know how they get when they hear about a sports figure who's been exposed for using steroids or gambling and doing those things that they shouldn't be doing. It's everywhere. You know, it's not just in one particular place. As, you know, Angelo was a, a famous local athlete, but with, if social media had been out then, it would have been everywhere <laughs> all across exactly. the globe because that's just how social media is. So um, if anything, that would have, you know, instigated his uh, situation situation even more, I think. And I noticed um, how the importance of friendship is in the story. I mean, um, with after uh, – after Jermaine had found out about um, Lisa, who we thought was her cousin, ended up being her half-sister, and Shantae, 
Um, how important is friendship? How important? How important do you feel friendship is when it comes to when something happens, something major? How important it is to have you someone to have your back to not be judgmental, uh, to go through the good and bad times. How important is it? I think it's important to have that support system because when people are hurt, the tendency is to isolate themselves. Um, They don't want to be bothered. You know, they think they can handle it all on their own. But with Jermaine, she had a good support system with Shantae, you know, and then Kendra came along as well. And I think her having that, you know, played a large part in her moving forward. Because who knows how long she would have, you know, stayed depressed after, you know, those different things happened in her life. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing how at the end when we thought that something tragedy had happened, it's amazing how, you know, I always say this is such a small world that sometimes we haven't seen people in years and then we end up seeing someone in a place that we would never expect it, that we would never thought we would run into. And, you know, you're like, wow, this is such a small world. And in the case of uh, Angelo and Jermaine, how we thought, you know, that when the tragedy happened, we thought that that was it, that was the end. But then you put you through in that surprise. And, and we we find him in another place, another city, and it, it was just amazing. And I, you could feel the emotion that Jermaine felt when she locked eyes and knew she knew the face, the body. She knew that that was her man, despite that she thought for years that he was he was gone. And I, I love yeah. that about that. I love the way it, it just it just goes to show you that the world is small and how, you know, you'd never expect what would happen. And I love the part about the dove. The dove to me uh signifies uh very spiritual religious uh signs, which I, I thought uh-huh. was beautiful. I thought that was beautiful. And I, like Jermaine, I thought, Oh my God, this is a sign from God <laughs> <laughs> and all this time, he was the one that sent the dove. <laughs> right. If you are just tuning in uh, tonight, please, uh, if you are a big fan of Selena, you have read her books, don't be shy. Give us a call. The call-in number is uh, 347-637-2656, and uh, press the number one if you want to speak to Selena, ask her any questions, uh, congratulate her on her um, fourth book. Uh, yesterday was a long time ago. And, uh, Selena, we, we're talking about books and novels. How long does it take you, on average, to write a novel? Oh, wow. Um, it takes me quite some time. I would say, on average, at least two or three years. And the reason is, you know, I could finish a book, fast but it's the rewriting and the edits and that takes the takes the longest and because I don't write full time I do a part time as a hobby mostly um it takes me a lot longer and then you know I'm a I'm a wife I'm a mom and you know you have to juggle many different things so the only time I get a chance to 
right is on the weekend, so that's what takes so long. And we also talked about this uh during your last uh, visit on the show where you talked about, you know, you are a self-publisher, you're publishing, you're spending your own money. Can you let the listeners know the difference between someone who uh, self-publishes their own books compared to somebody who goes to a big publishing house? What's the difference? What are the pros and cons? Sure. Um, Self-publishing is... You publish your own book yourself. You're responsible for the editing, the cover, the formatting, the marketing. Um, You're responsible for everything. You're your own boss, and everything is going to cost you something. That's the the con part. The pros is you make all the decisions, so the product is the end result of all of your decisions, whereas if you – Publish traditionally, meaning go through an agent and publish with a publishing house, then they take a percentage of your proceeds, whatever you make. They make the decisions about your cover. They hire an editor, and you don't necessarily control that type of working relationship. So that's the con part to it. Um, The pros is you don't have to come out of pocket when you publish traditionally except to help market yourself because they're not going to do all the legwork still. So marketing will apply whether you publish traditionally or if you self-publish. You still have to do some of that legwork yourself. So that's the difference. And for me, I chose the route of self-publishing because, as everyone may know by now, it's a lot faster, but... To put out a really good story, it still takes time. So, right, and uh, you also mentioned that you know um, how important it is to if once you put things out there, even if it's just a small rough draft, how important it is for somebody who's who's thinking about uh, becoming a, a, a author for the first time. You talk about the importance of getting your things copyright. Why is that so important? It's very important, and one of the things that I won't be doing during this marketing campaign for this book is um, including excerpts on social media because people steal that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, people will – there are a lot of – you know, you're from New York, Tammy, so there are a lot of biters. You can relate to that word. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of biters, so – you know, people steal anything. They can steal the way you say some, how someone smiles or how their eyes look. They just steal anything. And that's why, like I said, this go round. I'm not doing, like, samples and all of that. If you want a sample, you can look at it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. But I'm not posting that mm-hmm. because, you know, once you put it out there, people find a way to manipulate stuff and make it their own. And so it's not even creative anymore after that. So the importance of copyright is to protect you from those kinds of things. And the Library of Congress Copyright Office actually has, they've created, um, I guess you can say, some sort of addendum to protect people on social media Um from those type of predators that just steal your information or steal your song or steal your beat or whatever the case may be. 
And so that's why you have to protect yourself. For me, the minute I finish a story, I just go ahead and get it copywritten because even your editor can steal your stuff. Or as you shopping for an editor or a beta reader or something like that, these are people that you may think you can trust, but I get my my stuff copywritten first before I send it to anyone. Even to help me out, I just make sure I copyright it first. Yes, that's so important, and and I'm glad you mentioned that because just like when it comes to book publishing or writing a book or an article, you know, it's just like if you create, if you created, uh, if you invented something, how important it is to copyright. Because like you say, if you tell Joe Smo, Joe Smo tells Sally, and then next thing you know, they created the idea, and then it's. I don't know if you, not to get off the subject, you know there's a, a device that the kids have called a Fitbits, I think. It turns around, it spins around, they hold it in their hand. Yes, yes, and my son I, has it. <laughs> yeah, and I heard about the lady who created this thing, this toy, a long time ago, and apparently she didn't, um, she didn't, she let her copyright, she let it expired. Um, I guess the idea, and she let it expire because she couldn't afford the $400 fee. So somebody took the idea, and now they're rich and making a fortune. But um, the daughter of the woman who created the toy said that she's uh-huh. just happy that, you know, the kids are enjoying it. But because she didn't have the money or she just kept putting off, off and let it expire, it just goes to show you how quickly somebody can steal your idea. If you don't exactly. take the time wow. to, yeah, to put it on copyright or to get it patent, things like that. Yeah, she didn't get, she didn't, she wasn't able to afford the fee to get it patent. So somebody else took her idea. But I'm glad you mentioned that because it's it's very important. And for those who are thinking about, because everyone, you know, everybody has this thing on their bucket list that they're going to write the great American novel. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there's a lot of friends I know that they said they're going to write that book one day. Tell the listeners, you know, how hard it is to start writing a book or, is you know, what do they need to do if they're interested in becoming a new author? Well, I always tell people to really do your homework, you know, do a lot of reading, take writing classes, um, there are a lot of uh, local work writing workshops in certain areas. Take advantage of those things because a lot of times, you know, we all dream, and there's nothing wrong with that, but making that dream come true is hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I give you an example. When I played, when I was playing basketball, I was smashing everybody on the court. But this is when I was younger. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then... As I started to get older, you know, high school and then played a little bit in college, you start to see that, hey, the world is so much bigger than, you know, your street ball, basketball court. And there are girls out there who are much better than you are. So in the writing world, it's the same thing. You may have, like, your aunt, cousin, sister, brother, whatever, reading your stories or your best friend, they say, yeah, this is great. But then once you put it out there to the world, people who don't know you, then it's, you start getting that feedback, then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I got some more work to do. 
almost like how people, remember I used that example last time of the Apollo? They say, yes. yeah, Jimmy can sing. He can sing. And Jimmy may sound <laughs> good in the shower all day long. But once he get on that stage and start singing and there's other great singers and people who can really sing, Jimmy what? He get booed off the stage. <laughs> so uh, we sometimes our ego can get to us, and we may think we write so well. We Like you said, we're going to become the best American writer or New York Times bestseller. It takes work to get there. And yeah. for people who reach that plateau, so to speak, They've been writing for years, and the only time people become a New York Times bestseller from right out the gate, they're fortunate. It doesn't always happen like that. (laughs) It doesn't always happen like that, believe me. Or if it happens right out the gate, their follow-up novels flop. You know what I mean? Like, Just like a movie. You know, a person may put out one good movie, and then you're like, yeah, do a sequel. And then the sequel come out, it's like crickets. <laughs> okay, that wasn't all that good, you know. <laughs> and, so. and, uh, too, and also, too, it's a lot of pressure because, you know, like you said, once you if, – if, if the chances of you getting that one hit is, 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 is like you said, it's, it's, like, it's like a million to one. And if you do – you, to co- to 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 get the momentum going and to come out with another great great book, like you said, it's a lot of pressure. And you know, and if they don't, you know, get that second great hit, like you said, they will be hearing crickets and they will be not buying. <laughs> or... <laughs> oh man, Salida, <laughs> so, I want you to uh, let people know uh, where we can uh, reach out. To you, uh, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, let people know about your website. Um, also, again, tell people again where you, they can pre-order your book as well. Sure, you can follow me on Facebook at author Selena Haskins. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, it's at books by Selena. So just books by Selena. And then my website is booksbyselena.com. The book will be out May 31st, but you can pre-order now. And please do, because this is a good sign for, you know, my people that put me out there, Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You can pre-order now on those websites, and it will show up on your device May 31st. Wow. Uh, you know, I also wanted to say again, congratulations, Selena. Uh, Thank this is, you. This is one of your best. And you know, I, 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 you know, I love romance books. I love reading romance novels. And it, it's so funny because when I was younger, I'd say about junior high school, I remember. Um, Buying like you know you could get like five books for a penny. It was like that uh, Columbia uh, back in the day they used to have where, where you can buy tapes and cassettes for one penny. But they had something similar oh, to, yeah. to the books. And I never forget my father used to say, "What is all these romance novels coming in for?" He said, "Why are you reading that?" I love romance novels. And even though I was in middle school, I still just loved the passion and the details and the colorful characters. And by reading this book, yesterday was a long time ago, it brought me back to those days when I used to crave romance novels. 
Oh, well, thank you. And also, Selena, we uh, if, if for all of those who um, once you pre-order the book, once you get the book, where can people uh, write reviews about the book? You can leave uh, reviews directly on the website on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or Goodreads. That's the place where a lot of readers go. Goodreads.com. Um, or feel free to friend me on Facebook. And you can write a review there. Just tag me in it, and I'll share it with everyone. Because the more reviews, the better. You know, that lets reader know, readers know if they should purchase it or not, as with anything, you know. A good review is is always a good thing, you know, because that increases sales. But, you know, be honest with me, too. You know, I'm a type of writer. I like to grow. I like to learn. So be honest, just not brutal. <laughs> <laughs> It's not so, the Apollo, so, you know. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, Selena, what, keep, it, keep it real, but keep it nice. Yes. <laughs> and respectful, so, you know. Are, are you working on the next novel? What is next for you? I'm still working on a short story comedy. I think we mentioned that last time, but I actually made some so I, I I really came along in that. I, I got like maybe 40-something pages. It's going to be a short, short story. So it's basically coming to an end. So I got a short story comedy that's going to come out hopefully this winter. And then I think next year sometime I want to do something on a spiritual level. I'm not quite sure yet, but um, that's what I want to do for next year. It'll be oh, nonfiction. Wow. Well, we can't wait. I'd like to thank you, Selena, for taking the time out. I know you're a busy woman, and uh, I want you to th- thank you for sending me a, a copy. And um, just thank you, for again, for coming on the show and uh, bless us with your talent and a, a fabulous read. And uh, And we can't wait for the next one to come out. Thank you so much, Tammy. I really appreciate you having me. I'm glad you enjoyed the book. I'm going to still send you an autograph paperback coming in the mail for you. All right. <laughs> that way you can have it in your collection and you can maybe share it with some of your friends and family. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you, Selena, again, uh, for coming on the show, and uh, thank you for this book. If you haven't, uh, make sure you guys pre-order. Yesterday was a long time ago. Again, you can pre-order it on Amazon.com and Barnes and & Noble. Also, write a review. Let Selena know how much you enjoy the book, and also make sure you follow Selena on her website and her social media sites. And uh, thanks again, Selena. Have a great evening. Thanks. You too, Tammy. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, author Selena Haskin. Make sure you pick up her book. Yesterday was a long time ago. You can pre-order it again on Amazon.com and Barnes and & Nobles. Make sure you put out a review. And also make sure you follow Selena on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Books by Selena. You can also check out her, uh, follow her on uh, Facebook. Uh, check out her website as well. And uh Again, um, 
Also, if you want to know more about Selena, make sure you go to That's Entertainment Facebook page. I'll put you the information where you can buy her book and where you can follow her on social media. Um, right now we got five minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take a commercial break, and I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. So my uncle calls, and he says he's dizzy and he's losing his balance. So I'm like, Uncle, you want me to take you to a doctor? He's like, no, I'm going to look up the symptoms. I said, your symptoms are you're dizzy and you're losing your balance. So he said, I can't get on the Internet because my arm is numb. I said, well, use your good arm and dial 911. Stroke's no joke. Dial 911. Time lost is brain lost. Seriously, dial 911. Visit strokesnojoke.org, brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have four minutes left remaining in the show. I'd like, again, to thank author Selena Haskins for coming on the show. Again, this is her uh, fourth time coming on the show. She has a new novel called Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago. Make sure you pick it up. Support Selena. Again, you can go to Barnes. Uh, barnesandnoble.com and you can also go to amazon.com to pre-order the book. Uh, Since we only have three minutes left remaining left in the show, I just wanted to take the time out to uh, send my condolences and prayers to all the young people who were uh, a victim or have lost their lives at at the Manchester bombing. You know, if you have been listening to the news, uh, there was a lot of people who went to attend Ariana Grande's concert. She was just, it was like the, she was just starting her tour, and after the tour, the the bombing occurred where so many young people had lost their lives, even some parents. So my heart and my prayers go to all the people, all the victims, all the families of the ones that we lost to Manchester. Uh, unfortunately, this has become the world that we live in, and we just want to just keep the people in Manchester to stay strong, don't let fear take over, and uh, just just keep staying strong. Well, that's going to do it for me for this Wednesday evening. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Give. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>